Move over Ohio State because there is a new number one in town on the class of 2022 recruiting rankings. Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Locked On Nittany Alliance. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyAllianceWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and a contributor to AthlonSports.com. And I'm with you here every Monday through Friday talking some Penn State football as we get a little bit closer to the start of the 2021 season and things continue to be on a hot streak as far as that class of 2022 recruiting cycle is going. We've got a major update courtesy of 24-7 Sports and their updated team rankings. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But we're also going to take a look at some comments by new head basketball coach of the men's basketball program, Micah Shrewsbury, drawing a little bit of controversy on the Twitter sphere on Monday afternoon regarding his stance on the COVID-19 vaccine. We'll get a little bit into that. And it is Twitter Tuesday. I've got a fun question from a good friend of the show, Michael Felder, coming up later on. In today's podcast, we'll have some fun with that. So, of course, you want to make sure you never miss a single episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. We're available wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening to my voice on whatever app you're using right now, make sure you hit that follow button or the subscribe button and make sure you never miss a single episode. Stay up to date with all the podcasts. I highly recommend checking us out on the Odyssey app. It's a great app to get all of your podcasts from the Locked on hosts across the board. You can also get sports radio stations, your music stations, your news stations, a whole bunch of other podcasts as well. Well, Odyssey app has got it all for you. So make sure you download that onto your phone. Take it with you on the go. Listen to it at work, at the gym. We are there on the Odyssey app. And again, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you follow on your preferred app. Don't forget to leave those ratings and reviews wherever you possibly can because there is no better way to help this show continue to grow. It will definitely help our placement across those various podcasting apps the more times you review and rate the show. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And hopefully it's all good things. If you leave a five-star rating or review, we are definitely going to shout you out at some point during the week too. So we want to show our appreciation for you guys showing your support for the podcast moving forward. We're going into our first full regular season of college football coverage right here on the Lockdown Nathan Alliance podcast with me as the host. It's actually my third season covering Penn State football, but this will be the first time I get a chance to do an uninterrupted start to finish regular season. Started up hosting the show a couple years ago, but I started after the season. It started in 2019. Obviously, we know that the 2020 season was thrown more than a few curveballs. So I'm looking forward to getting a chance to go through this regular routine from start to finish of a regular season that actually consists of 12 games and hopefully a bowl game. Maybe more. We'll see what happens, but I'm very much excited and hopefully you're going to enjoy along the ride as well. Of course, you can also reach out to us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. Stay tuned. We'll have a YouTube account coming up very soon. But if you want to follow us on any of those other social media platforms, look for us at Locked On Nittany. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Retweet. All that good stuff across those various social mediums. And, of course, stay tuned to our Facebook page. We've got a week-long discussion going on over there. We want to know which position group you are most confident in for the upcoming 2021 season. And we'll touch on that a little bit later on this week with some of your feedback. We want to try and get you guys involved in the show as well. 
So I think we should start off with uh, the good news with Penn State, and that is the class of 2022 just continues to be impressive. We kind of recapped what happened over the weekend uh, in yesterday's podcast, if you want to go back and listen to that. But obviously the addition of a four-star linebacker and Abdul Carter out of Philadelphia, picking up a commitment out of Maryland from a three-star safety and Kevin Winston Jr., who chose Penn State over Maryland. Things were looking pretty good. Penn State had been the number two recruiting class in the nation, according to 24-7 Sports, for a good amount of time. There was uh, one point where they slipped down to number three. I think Notre Dame had passed them. But Penn State regained their footing, got back up to number two, all the while chasing Ohio State. Ohio State had been out in front of everybody around the country, not just the Big Ten, but they had been locking on to that number one spot in the 24-7 sports composite team rankings for a good amount of time. Didn't look like anybody was ever really going to catch them. Maybe Alabama could get a surge and kind of make up some ground as they get closer to signing day. That's just what Alabama does. But there's a little bit of a new wrinkle in the latest edition of the 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings, as updated on Monday, I believe. Ironically, one day after I went through a whole list of the Big Ten rankings, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite Ranking, uh, Penn State is your new number one team in the class of 2022. And I will say this, enjoy it while it lasts, because I don't know how long it's actually going to stay that way, but it is always really cool to see at this point in the recruiting cycle with 24 commitments already in tow for your class of 2022, seeing you have that recruiting class at the top of the nation, not just the Big Ten, which is a big enough deal as it is because Ohio State has just been a juggernaut in recruiting as far as the Big Ten and nationally has been concerned to see Penn State at number one. Right here uh, at the beginning of August with a couple months to go uh, until we get into the nitty gritty of signing day, the early signing period. Again, enjoy it while it lasts because it's not very often that you see your school, the Penn State Indian Lions, number one in the recruiting rankings this deep into the recruiting cycle. And the reason I say enjoy it while it lasts is because if you look at the way that this class is broken down, there's still uh, an absolutely incredible recruiting class in the fold here for Penn State. It could still add a couple pieces too. We'll just have to wait and see. But they do not have any five-star players. And if you go through the history of these recruiting rankings, and I did this on the 24-7 page, they actually go back to, I think, 1999 or 2000 was the first year where they have data to, to compile a composite ranking form uh, using whatever sources they use. No team has ever had a number one recruiting class at the end of the recruiting cycle without at least two five-star players so you know that's what i'm saying enjoy this while it lasts because unless penn state manages to squeeze in at least one five-star player between now and the signing period or the end of this recruiting cycle odds are very not or not very good that penn state's going to have that number one recruiting class when all is said and done but you know what as i've said time and time again even if they don't finish number one even if they don't finish number two james franklin has this program on track to easily sign the best recruiting class we've seen at penn state in arguably a very long time. And I think probably of the entire Big Ten era of Penn State football. And I don't think that that's an overstatement. I think if you were to gauge uh, some of the recruiting experts out there, even though uh, the early years of the Big Ten era for Penn State uh, really took place before recruiting uh, outlets really took force, I would imagine that you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who sees uh, Penn State recruiting class ranking as highly as this one for 2022 appears to be heading. There's still a long way to go between now and this signing period, and as we've seen with Ohio State, who had a couple of decommitments, that's why they kind of dropped in the rankings a little bit. Alabama actually moved up to number two, while Ohio State dropped to number three. So 
nobody's crying for Ohio State just yet. They still are in very good position as far as recruiting is concerned. But uh, a couple of decommitments can do that to you. And there's still no guarantee that everybody that's currently committed to Penn State will stay a part of this class of 2022. Uh, we've already seen one decommitment in the last week uh, in Tyrese Fearbury, who's probably going to end up going to Pitt, but we'll see. So it's not, uh, it's not totally a given that Penn State is going to keep all 24 players currently in the fold. Uh, but it would be great if they do, because even if they lose a player or even two, this is still going to be easily the best recruiting class signed by James Franklin. I went all in on this yesterday, but I figured we had to update the conversation a little bit because of the updated rankings from 24-7 Sports. So go over to 247sports.com, look at the updated team rankings. Hopefully nothing has changed by the time you're hearing my voice right now talking about this because that's how quickly things can change. So enjoy it while it lasts. Take a screenshot of it. I know I did. I put it on our Twitter account at Locked on Nittany. Give it a retweet if you want or if you missed it. But yeah, Penn State number one. Hey, we'll take that, and hopefully that continues to carry on over the next few months. Well, before you know it, college football is going to be here, so you want to make sure you're heading over to Bet Online right now and taking a look at all the futures for this upcoming season, conference championships, Heisman Trophy, and of course, take a look at those early lines for those Week Zero games, which is going to feature the first Big Ten game of the year between Nebraska and Illinois. And then, of course, the following week, Week 1, Penn State on the road against the Wisconsin Badgers. Penn State listed at plus 4.5 in that game on the road in Madison against the Badgers. I'm still really liking that line for Penn State. I'm not quite ready to make my official prediction for that game, but plus 4.5, yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued by that number. And I think I'm leaning heavily towards taking Penn State to cover that spread Maybe even an outright, but again, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But take a look at that Penn State win total, too. It's at 8.5. You can get the over at minus 120. You can go under at minus 110. I'm liking the over for Penn State at 8.5 this year. Let me know what you guys think. Of course, check out all the figures that they've got over on BetOnline. They're the best place and the easiest place to make your bets on all the sports action. They've got updated odds, futures, props. You name it, they've got it over at BetOnline. So head to the website right now, betonline.ag. You can do it on your mobile device or on your on your desktop and of course sign up for a free account doesn't cost you anything to sign up when you make your first deposit though make sure you use the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n they're going to throw in a 50 percent welcome bonus on top of your first deposit you're not going to get a deal like that anywhere else it's uncapped unlimited whatever your first deposit is if you use the promo code locked on they're going to give you 50 percent. and of course make sure you listen to the locked on bets podcast they'll tell you how to make the best bets possible and that is why bet online is your online sportsbook experts If you know me, hopefully you think that I'm somebody who likes to keep it a little bit positive, trying to keep an open mind on things, and of course, just have some fun talking about sports, Penn State football, Penn State basketball with you guys. Every now and then, though, of course, we have to touch on a little bit more of a serious subject, and I'm not going to get too heavy into this because I understand that there's a little bit of controversy around it, but I may not totally understand why that is the case, but I do feel like we need to address the elephant in the room today regarding Penn State men's basketball coach Micah Shrewsbury, who met with the media on Monday and kind of sidesteps questions about whether or not he is vaccinated and what the vaccination rate is for his program. So let me just get a couple things out of the way. First of all, I'm vaccinated. I think everybody should be vaccinated. That's just where I stand on it. But again, I understand it's also everybody's choice. So while I may not totally comprehend someone else's logic on this subject, I am willing to at least listen to what you have to say, why you have to say it, and respect your decision on whether or not you're going to be vaccinated. 
Here's the thing though. I, I do feel as though we're seeing a stark contrast into how James Franklin approached getting vaccinated and how we're seeing Micah Shrewsbury uh, approach it. So again, just to be clear, Micah Shrewsbury did not answer whether or not he is vaccinated. That tends to suggest that he probably isn't. And again, I'm not getting into whether or not he is. I don't know for a fact what the case may be, but it just seems as though when we see somebody say that they're not going to answer that question, there's reason to suggest that maybe they're not and maybe they're not comfortable discussing it publicly whatever the case may be i don't, I don't really care i don't want to see i don't really see the big deal in admitting to being vaccinated i don't really see the big deal in admitting not to being vaccinated so if he's just trying to avoid a controversial subject okay i don't totally understand why you would do that but the other part of that is not being able to say whether or not the program will be releasing vaccination rates I understand privacy of the players. I understand that. I respect that. But we see a little bit more open communication on vaccination rates with a large number of programs that are out there. And we have seen so many coaches come out and, you know, stump for people getting vaccinated. Okay. So I just want to put this out there one more time. I don't really care where you stand on this. I obviously have my opinions on this. You probably do as well. I obviously hope that you're on the, my side of this, uh, this whole conversation, but it's kind of troubling to see a new head coach come into a program where we've already seen so much good uh, as far as spreading the word and getting people vaccinated from your football program with James Franklin. And then you've got your new head coach of the men's basketball program doing a pretty solid job of building his roster as much as he possibly can this offseason and kind of getting the ball rolling uh, in recruiting and trying to build something with his program. But he's now being lumped into a category of college coaches that are out there that don't necessarily have the greatest spotlight on them right now. So I, it's just something to keep an eye on. It's just something to monitor moving forward to see how Penn State's men's basketball program uh, handles this whole situation. Because we all know what's going on with COVID-19 right now. Uh, if you look at some of the trends that are out there, there are some disturbing trends going on around the country. Um, you know, the Delta variant out there and all that good stuff. Well, bad stuff, I should say. And we don't know exactly where we're heading right now. And we're hoping that we're not going to go down the same path that we did uh, a year ago. And, and that's certainly my hope and I hopefully it's your hope as well. And I do think that we have taken some strides in getting over a lot of this that we've been dealing with for the last year. Uh, but at the same time, something like this kind of pops up and it suggests that, well, this just could be another roadblock. And again, Penn State's men's basketball program could be 100% vaccinated. Why Penn State wouldn't tell you that is a little puzzling to me personally. And I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Do you care if Penn State uh, shares any information about whether or not their men's basketball program is vaccinated what their vaccination rate is uh, i would imagine that as a member of the big 10 that maybe that information is being shared somewhere at least internally between conference members because i think everybody wants to be on the same page i, I don't know I, I don't know exactly what the process here is but when i saw this uh, tweet come out from ben jones of statecollege.com john solver from uh, center daily times uh, with the, the fact that Michael Shrewsbury is not answering if he's vaccinated and kind of sidestepping the questions about the program's vaccination rate, it raises an eyebrow. 
that I'll leave it at that, and I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Again, I know it's a little bit of a controversial subject. I don't necessarily understand why it has to be so controversial. I do feel as though Michael Shrewsbury is in a position where he can be influential in helping everybody get past all of this COVID-19 stuff uh, because that's really what we need. We need leaders in those kinds of positions to step up and be the leaders in encouraging others to uh, do what they need to do to get past this. But maybe he's got a different stance. I don't know. He's not really answering that. And to me, that's a little bit of an eyebrow raiser. I'm not going to say that he should be fired or anything for that, but it's a little unsettling, especially after all of the effort that we have seen from other members around the Penn State athletics community, notably James Franklin, in addressing COVID-19. So just something to keep an eye on. We'll watch it moving forward. If there's any other developments, I'm sure we'll comment it all along the way. But again, feel free to share your opinions and your thoughts on this subject with us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. Speaking of our Twitter account, we do have a Twitter question from my good friend Michael Felder. You know, you can follow him on Twitter at In the Bleachers. He's got a fun college football generic question that we're going to dive into in the next segment to finish up today's episode. Once again, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. And with the increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it's pretty much impossible for you to get to your local chain store and find all the parts that you're looking for that are in stock at the best prices available. That's where Rock Auto comes into play. They make buying everything you need for your car or truck as easy and simple and straightforward as possible. They're not going to rip you off. They're going to give you the best deals they possibly can, whether you're a complete novice like me or a complete car junkie like Putty from Seinfeld. It doesn't matter what your expertise level is we all know that going into an auto parts store and shuffling through the cross-reference guide finding the exact model of wiper blade you need is pretty much an unenviable task right well you don't have to worry about that with rock auto just go to rockauto.com you know to make a model of your vehicle and it brings you up their entire catalog of everything they have specifically for your vehicle i do that i bookmark it so i have it as a nice quick easy reference Highly recommend you do that too. They're a family business. They've been in business for 20 years and it's because they make you feel like family when you find the parts that you absolutely need for your car or truck to keep going. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If you're not following us on Twitter, what the heck are you waiting for? Go give us a follow right now at Locked On Nittany and get ready to be a part of next week's edition of Twitter Tuesday. Of course, this is the day when we take time to look at our mentions on Twitter. I know that can be dangerous sometimes, but we want to take a look and see what kind of questions and comments you have that you want to have us discuss on the podcast. And today, we have a question from one of the best followers on college football Twitter there is in Michael Felder. You can follow him on Twitter at in the bleachers. If you're not already following him again, what the heck are you doing? You got to make sure you're following my man, Michael Felder, because not only does he give you the most honest and direct football analysis, but he's also going to give you a couple tips on how to prepare some burgers, make some pizza. I swear, I look at his Instagram feed and my mouth is just watering at all the stuff that he is cooking in his kitchen. So, obviously, you got to give In the Bleachers a follow on Twitter. He's one of the best out there. But his question is a pretty fun one. It's not directly related to Penn State, although I can relate it to Penn State. He wants to know, who are the non-QB transfers I'm most excited for this upcoming season? 
Because this is a Penn State podcast, I do feel like I need to mention that Penn State's got a couple good transfers in the market for this upcoming season. And I'm looking to see what Arnold Ibikiti the guy from Temple who's going to step into the defensive line, what he brings to the table, because I'm looking to see if he brings that tenacity that I think Penn State really needs on the defensive line. And I think he has the capability of doing that. And I think being a part of this Penn State defensive line, which has been a pretty solid productor and developer of defensive linemen, I think that's going to be a really good fit. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Arnold Ibekidi does uh, transfer from Temple. I think this could be a really good year for him. Uh, also got to mention John Lovett, uh, the running back from Baylor, who is coming in and providing some seasoned veteran experience. I think that's going to be a reliable asset for what I think is going to be one of the better position groups on Penn State's offense this upcoming season. But if I take a look a little bit more outside of the world of Penn State, I'll kind of keep it tied to the Big Ten because Nebraska lost a wide receiver that I was pretty high on in Wandale Robinson. He's actually going to Kentucky where he could very well be uh, catching some passes from a Penn State transfer in Will Levis. I know we're not talking about quarterback transfers, but um, you know, just kind of keeping it all tied together with Big Ten and Penn State. And it just feels like a good spot for Wandale Robinson to be landing into. And I think that that's going to be a pretty fun player to watch at Kentucky as they continue to try and develop an offense that's going to be uh, putting up some big yardage and big some points. So uh, I'm looking forward to see what he does this year. And then how about Tyke Smith? This is a player that uh, transferred from West Virginia, ended up going to Georgia. I was actually really hoping that Penn State was going to make a serious move to recruit him on the transfer portal. Obviously, that never really came to fruition. But uh, Georgia is gaining a really good uh, safety from West Virginia, it just feels as though Big 12 to SEC is the common theme over the last couple of weeks, but this is a really good addition to that Georgia defense, and if you're looking at some of the national outlooks, you know, there's a lot of expectation for Georgia this year, and certainly the way that Kirby Smart has recruited and developed talent within that program, which has always been pretty good at recruiting and developing talented players. It's just a matter of putting it all together and putting together a winning team. Well, Smith is going to be a nice little lockdown safety that they can rely on making some big plays there. So a really good spot for him to make some uh, names for himself as if he hasn't already. But there you go. Those are some of the players that I am most looking forward to through the transfer portal that are non-QBs this upcoming season. It feels as though quarterbacks always get the attention. And I know it drives Michael Felder a little bit crazy sometimes seeing so much attention given to the quarterbacks. Because I, if I know Michael Felder the way that I think I do, I know that he's looking at those defensive players. He's looking at the, the linemen. He's looking at things a little bit deeper beyond just who's the quarterback who's going to be slinging passes to wide receivers uh, because there is so much more in play that makes a successful football program. It's not just the quarterback. Obviously, you want to have a quarterback that you can trust, but there is so much more involved, and that's why Michael Felder is one of the best to follow on Twitter. At In the Bleachers, he breaks things down. He's got the analytical eye because he's played the game from the defensive side, and that's why I know that he loves those defensive players out there. But he's looking at things a little bit differently, and that's why I highly advise you to take a look to see what he's seen and uh, see, learn something from him because I always learn something from him. And maybe we'll get him back on the podcast at some point in time, see what his uh, take on Penn State going into the upcoming season may be. So, Michael, if you're listening to this the door is open the invitation is out there let's see if we can work something out but my friends that will do it for today's episode of locked on nittany lions thank you so much for following and listening to us on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts and 
while you're plugged into that Odyssey app, make sure you're checking out today's edition of Locked On Bets because betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game, but you have to listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast. It's hosted by your boy Q and, of course, handicapping the expert Lee Sterling. What makes this show so great is you get daily picks, you get blowout specials, and one of my personal favorites, wrong team favored picks. And Lee Sterling's also going to give you his lock of the day every day on the Locked On Bets podcast. It's brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you once again for following us on Twitter and submitting your questions and your comments. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. And, of course, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitch. And we're going to have YouTube up and running hopefully very soon. So stay tuned for all that. Of course, we're Locked On Nittany across those various social media platforms. So whichever one you prefer, find us at Locked On Nittany. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us those hearts. Give us those retweets. Share those things you see on Facebook with your your, your aunt and your uncle, your grandma, your, your parents, <laughs> your fellow Penn State fans. You get the idea. We're everywhere. We want to talk with you guys. We want to have some discussion with you. And it's always fun to do so. There's no better time to get involved with the Locked On Nittany Lines podcast than right now. I am your host, Kevin McGuire. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Keep the discussion going there as well. Check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And of course, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Looking forward to another season working with those guys as well. If you want to hit me up on Patreon, it's Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. And until next time, everybody, have a fantastic Tuesday. If you want some more Big Ten discussion, head on over to today's edition of Locked On Big Ten. I'm a co-host every Tuesday with our daily host over there, Nate Dickinson, host of the Locked On Gophers podcast. Fun discussion, talking about Big Ten running backs. You know how big of a fan I am of the Penn State running backs? Well, we talk a little bit more about the Big Ten running back scene over on today's edition of Locked On Big Ten. Have a great day, everybody. Let's do it again tomorrow.